Amen. Thank you very much. If you would, please turn your Bibles tonight. I want to read just a portion of Scripture from Luke chapter 17, and then turn to Genesis chapter 19. Luke chapter 17, I want to begin to read in verse 23. And they say to you, See here or see there, go not after them, nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteth out of the sea, out of one part under heaven, shineth the other part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in his day. But first must be, uh, but first must he suffer many things and rejo- uh, rejected of this generation. As it were in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day he which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away, and he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. If you would please, turn back to Genesis chapter 19. Genesis 19, and I want to begin to read, I want to read just a few verses, verse 17 first of all. In Genesis 19, verse 17, And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Go on down, if you would please, to verse 24. And the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities, and all the plain, and all the inhabitants of the cities, and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. I was studying these portions of Scripture greatly, and, and I've talked to so many people about salvation over the years, and had a many person that has said to me, uh, almost you persuade me to be saved. And that they talk about uh, how close they come to getting saved. And I thought about this Lot's wife. Now, you'll find, if you study the Bible, that Lot was a saved man, but just saved. Lot's wife was almost saved, but she was lost. Then Jesus referred to this woman when he was warning of judgment here in Luke chapter 17, the events recorded in Genesis were actual historical facts now. And Jesus warned, remember Lot's wife. Now, warning his hearers of swift and terrible judgment, which overtook here. Now, and he said this in connection with his second coming. Remember Lot's wife. Verse 32 of Luke chapter 17. There are five things we should remember about Lot's wife. Number one, 
Remember Lot's wife perished, although she was a woman of great privilege. Now, she was a wife of Lot, a saved man. The Bible says that Lot was a righteous man. Lot was a saved man. Lot had believed in God. Lot had prayed to God and worshipped God. Yet, Mrs. Lot was outside. Mrs. Lot was not saved. Mrs. Lot did not worship God. They lived together, they slept together, they ate together. And yet, when the crisis came, Lot was saved and his wife lost. There's only one judgment for the man or woman who has not repented. Luke 13, verse 3, I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. This awful word, perish, in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved is the power of God. Hebrews 2, verse 3 says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Now, in connection with this, notice also Matthew 24, verse 40 and through 42. Then shall be two in the field. The one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken, the other left. Watch, therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. So, number one, Lot's wife perished, although she knew better. Number two, remember, Lot's wife perished, although she had a clear warning of her danger. In Genesis 19, if you go back there with me, and I'll read beginning in verse 14. In verse 14, Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. And when the morning arose, when the angel hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in iniquity of the city. And while they lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. And then it, uh, the Bible says it came to pass when they had brought them out forth broad that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in the plain, except escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. What I'm after, and uh, the second thing here, Lai's wife perished, although she had a clear-cut warning from God. God warned her of the wrath to come. And here's what I'm saying to everybody. Uh, neither can you ever say, after you heard the word of God once, you can never say you're not warned of the wrath to come. In John 3, verse 18, plainly states, all who have not received Christ as their personal Savior, all who have not placed their faith in Jesus are condemned already. John 3:36 says, the wrath of God abided on them. In John 8, verse 21, then, Jesus, then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way, and you shall seek me, and shall die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. That means eternal banishment from God's presence. Revelation 20, verse 15, 
and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast in the lake of fire. What I'm trying to say tonight is that just the other day I was talking to a, a person and they kept saying, I, I want to know the truth. I want to know the truth. And I give them scripture. I went just what the Bible says about going to heaven. I told them how to be saved. And they said, not right now. When I asked them, all I went through pleading with them and talking with them, not right now. And what I'm trying to show you is, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife Pierce, although she made some effort to be saved. In Genesis 19, verses 14 through 17, says she rose up early with Lot and started to leave with him. But she didn't make it. She perished on the way. It's not enough just to try your best. It's not enough to leave the bad things behind and just do good things. It's not enough just to join a church or read your Bible or pray or give up some bad habit. Jesus is the only sure and safe way. We're not saved by works. We're, we're saved by our personal trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are you saved through faith. One has written this little poem, Not the labor of my hands can fulfill thy law's demands. Could my zeal no respite know? Could my tears forever flow? All for sin could not atone. Thou must save and thou alone. That's the truth. The fourth, remember Lot's wife perished, although she committed only one sin. The command was escape, not look behind thee. Verse 17 of chapter 19 of Genesis. But Genesis 19 verse 26, she looked back and she perished. The one sin she committed was the sin of unbelief. God told her not to do something, she did it anyhow. That's the one sin will take every sinner to hell, according to John chapter 16, verses 7 through 6. That's unbelief. Remember Lot's wife Pierce, although she was almost saved. She was almost at the gates of Zor, the city of safety. She was almost saved. I've talked to people all these years now about Christ and His salvation. And many, like I said before, I've heard people say, almost, preacher, almost you persuade me to become a Christian. And notice the last thing turned to a pillar of salt. No hope and no help. Almost persuaded, harvest is past. Almost persuaded, doom comes at last. Almost cannot avail. Almost is but to fail. Sad, sad, that bitter wail. Almost, but lost. That's what the Bible says. Acts 16:31. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'll be, I shall be saved. Romans 10:9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, shall believe in the heart of God, raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Just that simple. And people can argue with it. They can discuss the Word of God. They can talk about heaven. They can talk about hell. They can talk about all the things of God. But you have to make a decision for Christ. You have to obey the Lord and whatever He tells you to do. I've often used the illustration of leading somebody to Christ, and I've tried to make it as simple as I know how. It's like I was 
trying to lead one person to the Lord, I can remember. And I said, look, if I could take the Bible and read out here and use your name now in it, and uh, just put your name in it for a second, that if thou so-and-so shall go jump in the hill bell river seven times to come up, thou shall go to heaven. Now, it's just that simple. The problem is that's not in there. But what is in there, that if you, I don't care who it is, will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, I shall be saved. It's just that simple. And yet, people will fall right over People will come right up to it and reject what God has told them to do. And just as simple as God told that woman, do not, watch why, do not look back. That's a commandment of God. That's the only thing He told her to do. Don't look back. But she looked back anyhow. That's unbelief. That's unbelief. And the Bible makes it very plain. You will perish in unbelief. Amen? And the plan of salvation is simple. God made it that way. And I thank God for it. Amen? Glad I'm saved tonight. Amen? Now, Shelley promised me that I didn't have to preach hard tonight and long because there's this small sinners here tonight. Light sinners, is that it? All right. Glad y'all came. Amen. Um, we're going to have some cake for my wife's birthday. And I, I, I told her she's old as I am. She said, oh, no, I'm not. Not till in the morning. Uh, <laughs> uh, tomorrow's our birthday, but uh, thank the Lord for it. Let's pray. Father, would you bless each one that's come tonight? Bless the refreshments and those that furnished them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much.